This is a Soulfire production. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. Happy October. Today we are going to do an October energy update. Excited for this. This is my first moment tuning into October energy and I'm ready for it because September I was in a hole. I'm going to record a separate podcast about (laughs) what's been going on the last few months, especially September for me. But I, I was in a personal month seven and I'm in a year seven, as I've said a million times. And holy shit, there was some seven stuff happening, if you know what I mean. So I have just kind of been in a hole for a bit and I am ready for some fresh energy. And I don't know if that was a me thing or a universal thing. I think a little bit of both because a lot of you guys in the Channel Collective membership were saying that (laughs) September was rough for you. Just a lot of ascension symptoms and energies shifting. So we'll see what October brings for us. Before I jump into it, I will remind you that I'll have another October energy update on YouTube and I like doing both separately so we can see what overlaps or if the guides bring through different information at different times. So FYI, in case you want to watch that one as well. And then second thing is a high 70 energy healing training is opening up for enrollment very soon, October 17th, in case you have been wanting to get attuned to Hi, and that is the energy that I work with personally. Level one is if you want to use the energy for yourself. Level two is if you want to be able to uh, send the energy to other people. So some people just use level one. They want to use it on their own bodies, for their business, for their health, for their mental health, for energy, for downloads, for ascension, all the fun stuff. And some people want to be able to send it to other people. So we do have a pretty full wait list. If everybody who's on the wait list signs up, it's going to be full. So if you already know that you want to be in this round, then I would get on the wait list (laughs) ASAP. So you get alerted ahead of time and first dibs, but yeah, that's coming up. So I am really, really excited about that. High training is my favorite time of year. It is so powerful, so magical, really has been the shift for me in terms of like starting to work with the high was when life literally felt like I am a wizard in Harry Potter and it's powerful stuff. So just wanted to put that out there. We'll put the link in the show notes if you want to learn more about a high 70 energy healing. So those are my announcements. Let's jump into October energy. Per usual, let's anchor in from numerology. That is actually my favorite way to use numerology. I like to plan my year around my personal month or months rather, whatever the energy is, you know, so I like to launch things in ones and eights and hence a high opening up in my eight month, you know, maybe in a five month is when you plan travel. It's just helpful to use the energy to your advantage. If the energy is already ripe, you know, for a new start or travel movement change or for money, then might as well lean into that energetic advantage. And that's really how I see numerology, astrology, energy in general, as well as intuitive readings, because we have so many different choices and timelines, but we're co-creating. So the energy can be ripe for something. That doesn't mean that we're going to take action in alignment with that happening. We get to create. But anyway, October is always a fun month because you get a little preview of next year. So universally, October is going to be a month seven for the collective, which is a preview of the overall energy for the collective 
next year because next year is going to be a year seven for the collective. We are in a year six now. So emphasis on relationships, on home life, on love, partnerships. It's the marriage divorce year. We've seen that playing out in different phases throughout the year, which has been so interesting. And then moving into the seven year, which is really about, I mean, it's an introspective year. It's very much a personal process. It's very spiritual. It's very inward facing, facing your shadow, opening up spiritually. It's going to be a big one. It's going to be a big year. I feel like there are going to be so many spontaneous awakenings. And that is really why we have to go through that energy first of cleaning up our home lives, our relationships, so that we have that solid foundation so we can launch forward next year. So we're going to get a taste of that collective energy next month or this month. I'm recording this ahead of time. So in October, we're going to get a taste of that seven energy so you can start to feel into that as well, noticing, do I feel more inspired to go inward, to start a personal project? A lot of people start books or different creative projects in year seven. Am I noticing that I kind of want to hermit? It feels like a very (laughs) hermity energy. So feeling into that, but then also looking at your personal month. So I am an eight. So October will be a personal eight month for me, kind of preview of what my eight year will be next year. You can figure that out by adding your life path number and whatever the month is. So it's a 10. So for me, I'm a life path seven plus one plus zero is eight. But collective seven, that will be fascinating. That will be fascinating. I feel like it's not a coincidence that my my personal years are like one month, one year. My cycles are one ahead of the collective as a channel. I feel like that's actually very helpful. So, you know, as I go through the shitstorm, maybe you can learn from, from me and it could be easier for you. So somehow it's already fall and then it's going to be winter. It's time to up your vitamin C game. I've tried every vitamin C supplement under the sun. I'm obsessed with vitamin C, but I've tried so many because of all the different detox protocols I've been on over the years. And by far my favorite is Paleo Valley's Essential C Complex. It's a game changer. Vitamin C is not only great for immune boosting. And I think a lot of people think of vitamin C as, oh, I'm feeling sick. I'm going to take some now. I don't see it that way. I see it as a consistent supplement to not only support the immune system, but it's also great for naturally boosting energy and reducing any fatigue. It's amazing for helping to regulate your stress hormone cortisol. And I think this is a really overlooked supplement for people who are struggling with their adrenals. And let's be honest, most of us have been under a little more stress in the last few years. So if your cortisol needs some regulating, if you've been really stressed out, your vitamin C might be depleted. It's also great for increasing collagen production, which is great for wrinkles, sagging skin, clear skin. For me personally, I see a noticeable difference when I'm taking vitamin C consistently in my skin than if I'm not. It's brighter, it's clearer, it's more hydrated, it looks completely different. Paleo Valley's Essential C Complex has been third-party lab tested as the most powerful 100% natural vitamin C product on the planet. It has not one, but three of the most concentrated natural sources of vitamin C out there, amla berry, camu camu berry, and unripe acerola cherry. And that is what I love about it. It's all whole foods based. Most other vitamin C supplements out there are derived from GMO corn and only contain one fraction of the vitamin, ascorbic acid. Paleo Valley's Essential C Complex contains the entire spectrum with no synthetic vitamin C, just organic superfoods. Quality is everything. People take all kinds of supplements and their bodies don't know how to actually absorb it or they're taking supplements with weird filler ingredients and they can actually be doing more harm than good. Quality really, really does matter. Anytime we can get a supplement that's really in a whole foods form, it's going to be ideal. 
our soil is so depleted of nutrients that even if you eat a whole foods based diet, you can still become deficient in different nutrients. And that's where supplements do come in. And then from a spiritual frequency perspective, this is why I'm so picky about any food and supplements that I put in my body because it all does really affect our frequency, our magnetism, our manifestation abilities, and for me, keeping my channel nice and clear, my intuition and my connection to the guides nice and clear means I am being very picky about everything that goes in my body and I need to make sure it is supported in the best ways. That is why I use literally all of Paleo Valley's products. So if you wanna check out any of Paleo Valley's products, their Essential C Complex, their Grass-Fed Organ Complex, their Bone Broth Protein, so good. Just head to paleovalley.com and you can use my code Christina15 for 15% off. That's P-A-L-E-O-V-A-L-L-E-Y.com. My code Christina, C-H-R-I-S-T-I-N-A-1-5 will get to 15% off. All right, calling in the guides. What do we need to know about October? I'm immediately seeing cobwebs. We've got that Halloween energy. I know Halloween is like a controversial <laughs> holiday, if you want to call it that. I feel pretty neutral about Halloween. I loved Halloween growing up. What I love about Halloween is I just like the energy of costumes and shifting identity. The same reason why I love fantasy or anything transformation, because I love playing with that idea of identity and how we can really become someone else instantaneously. And it goes back to just with manifestation, shifting our identity and your energy through the clothes you wear and your hairstyle. Isn't it funny how maybe you dye your hair, you get a haircut and you feel like a completely different person and you can show up totally differently. That can be a very authentic energy shift. And we can use that to our advantage of how our, our environment, the clothes we wear, how we, how we style ourselves, all of that we can use to our advantage in terms of supporting us and showing up from a different energy that we want to embody in our lives. And so I just love that Halloween really leans into that. And you know, when you're a kid and you dress up in your costume and you literally feel like you are that costume, that's how powerful costume is. But it's really interesting because they're bringing up, you know, the veil is super thin. It's been thin, but especially around Halloween, Day of the Dead, you look at that time celebrating loved ones who have passed, but also November 1st being seen as the first day of the year for many people. And they're bringing up this, like that transitionary energy, that liminal stage. And it feels like through October, there's going to be a really powerful energy shift. But the way they're showing me that is like a dissolution of the illusions is what they're saying. Like I'm literally saying, how do I articulate this? It's like somebody is walking forward and this older version of them comes out of the back of their body like a ghost, like just all of the old stuff, it just stays put as you walk through a portal. And it feels like that is what October allows for us. I feel that they're saying that a lot of personal realizations are finally going to come up for people who have maybe been resisting them a bit. It's going to really come to the forefront and the energy around it, it's not a like a freak out. It's more of a calm, like this is the truth. This is my truth. Or I realize this now, or, I understand this now. And if you felt like there are things that you're just not understanding, you're not figuring it out, because a lot of people listening to this, like you've, you've gotten the messages, you've been releasing things, changing things, you've been in this transformation and it's been this long-term like liminal stage. And I feel like, you know, around Halloween time is when that energy itself is is most intense. 
but it feels like whatever clarity you've been looking for, if you've been feeling like, I don't know how to tangibly bring this forward, or I don't really know what to do next in the 3D, like you're getting the energetic shift and things are happening and you might have been feeling really uncomfortable or confused and kind of frustrated. It feels like all of the confusion and all of the old remnants, like the old stuff, the old energy, it's going to, the best word I can use to describe what they're showing is it's getting dissolved. And it feels like moving into November, you really will be this fresh new version of yourself. And they're saying seeing things with a new set of eyes, quite literally. I feel like your senses are really going to be heightened. That will be your 3D senses as well as your psychic senses. That's really going to turn up for a lot of people. And, you know, I've said it a million times, but in case anyone is new here, the thing about your psychic gifts is it's it's not something you're not already doing. It's just you probably haven't identified it yet. It's realizing that you've been psychic all along. You just didn't label it that. And it feels like everything's just going to get sharpened and turned on. What else do you want them to know about? They're saying pull cards. Okay. Yes, I will do that. So let's just see what they're saying. This is about really realizing like I can't wait around for other people anymore. I can't wait around for other people. So if that is one person in particular that you're waiting around for, a romantic partner, it could be friendships where you're you're wanting them to catch up to you. It could be people with your business or coworkers, or it could be anybody in your life, family. It's like this, they're saying this, and again, the energy is such a calm, like, I get it now. I get it now of I have to focus on my highest alignment and I have to focus on me. And I'm I'm looking back and realizing how long I've been waiting for other people to catch up, how much I have been adjusting myself in the hopes that other people would catch up to me. And it's just this realization of like, I have to move forward. And if they're meant to be along for the ride, they're going to join me at their own pace, but I can't force them to. That is the big energy. So it feels like that kind of realization for you. Can't wait around for other people anymore. Okay. Oh, we got a black cat. Okay. We have the healing card. And she's holding this green candle. Good luck, which is a black cat with a crown on its head. Wow. Classic. I love black cats. I had, I always had black cats growing up. And then the transformation card, which is a beautiful butterfly. Look at that. Healing, good luck, and transformation. They really want you to know whatever this sticky space has been. Like, I just feel like you've, if there's something that's been sticky, muddy, no, sticky is a better word, uh, frustrating, wanting to make this work, or I don't feel clear here, or like, I get that this isn't, this isn't working and I'm trying to go this direction, but I don't, I don't really get what's right. Like, I know that this is not right, but I don't know what is right. And they want you to know that that is going to be revealed to you. And wh- why is it taking longer? There are just some other pieces that need to be shaken out. And that goes in two different directions. The first direction is we're in this process of really clearing out all of these, they're like remnants of of fear, of doubt, old energies that we've been holding on to. It could be since childhood. It could be from last year. Just the dust in the corner that needs to get cleared out. Like those final bits of those final energies, just like little places where they're still in our field that are being cleared out. It's not the heavy work. It feels like if I'm looking at healing as, you know, the nonlinear process that it is, it looks like we're at the tail end and they're showing me a wound that's like, about to be fully healed. You know, you can tell like there was a wound and then it scabbed over and then it was like healing up and it's, it still has kind of, it looks kind of like a scar, but it's healing up. And and they're saying it's just all of these last energies that need to get kicked up. And what that looks like is 
that can mean in that process, you're having old limiting beliefs come up or old doubts or old fears or noticing, oh my God, I'm acting from that pattern I got out of again. There could be quote tests that aren't really tests, but you know what I mean? Things like that coming up as they get out of the field. So you don't need to freak out. It's just the last remnants because this is going to be a really clean, like you're a new person walking into November sort of energy. And it feels very sovereign. And that's what's being brought to the surface is all the places where we're still codependent or we're waiting around for other people or we want other people to show up differently or we, we're living in so many expectations of how other people should show up. It's really getting us to the space of, oh, I get it now. I need to focus on myself and I don't really have time or energy to deal with other people's stuff. And also, that's not my responsibility. And I feel like there's going to be this, okay, I get it moment. But part of you getting that clarity that you need about like what is the right next step, it's just all of the old energies need some some space to move out. And you can think about all of those remnants of fear or, or doubt or sadness or whatever it is as they're what is making your vision blurry. So as that naturally just kind of goes away, then your vision will be clear and it will just reveal itself. You don't have to push or force. So that's one part of it as that stuff just gets dissolved throughout the month. It's just, it's very much a dissolving energy. It's very specific. The other part is there are other pieces coming into play. There are other people that are getting positioned. I feel like there's a new, almost like a new group of people and that will manifest differently for, for each of you, whether that is uh, a new working environment, a new set of friends, like there's like a new set of people that I feel like you already know of, like it doesn't feel like haven't met them before. I, it's like there's somebody in your field, there's a group, something where it's going to become a more prominent part of your life. And it's almost like they're waiting on the other side of October and they're going to become a more prominent part of your life. So the best way I could describe that is as an example, maybe they're, they're somebody who you hang out with here and there and you enjoy them. And as you go through this energy shift on the other side of this, Suddenly you're going to hang out a lot more with that person and their whole friend group and you're going to you know, look back in three months and they're going to be your main friend group. And you're like, whoa, those weren't even my main friends before. So that kind of energy. But it just feels like there's some stuff shaking out with other people as well as we all kind of go through that, that space of, okay, I'm releasing all of these places where I was making myself responsible for things I'm not responsible for. All of these places where I've been holding on from my ego to things that I just know aren't resonant anymore because there are still some things we're trying to make work that we know on a soul level are just not working. And it feels like that resistance when it's from the ego of like, no, I, I won't, I won't change. I won't release it. It's gone to the point where it's an easy, an easy release because it's like, honestly, I'm over this bullshit. Too tiring to try and make this work. So <laughs> uh, those are the different pieces. And through that, that is the transformation. You know, it's like, the butterfly transformation. That is a whole freaking process. That is a whole freaking process to move from being a caterpillar to being a butterfly. That is not comfortable. And it doesn't happen overnight. Let me tell you that. It does not happen overnight. And they are saying, be gentle with yourself. Be gentle with yourself. And it's a very physical thing. It's a very physical thing. We're feeling physical ascension symptoms more intensely than ever before. It can cause a lot of fatigue. It can cause a lot of nutrient imbalances and deficiencies and aches and pains and just weird symptoms all around. And you're probably going to need to sleep a lot more this month. So sleep, 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 sleep. It's like, get prepared, get prepared. I don't, I don't really feel that this is the action taking month at all. I feel like this is the, I'm in my cocoon and allowing whatever needs to come forward to come forward. Okay. Interesting. 
We have the fear card, forgiveness, disruption, risk, romance, illusion, seeking the sacred. That's actually not about. Okay, yeah, there's there's the relationship theme of the year, but that's actually not about that. That is about romanticizing your own life, falling in love with your own life. That is about like the seeking seeking the sacred is what we're really looking for in relationship is a deeper connection to ourselves, aka a deeper connection to the divine. That is what relationship allows us to find is that deeper connection to the divine, to source through love, through that experience of divine love. And seeking the sacred in this spread, what they're saying is this is about the sacred within you, like your own internal world, really looking at that and evaluating like, am I happy here? Is this my sacred space? Is my body my temple? Is my inner world where I want to be, you know, and finding that sacred space within yourself is really what we are being prompted to do to evaluate. Do I feel that way? And and if you're noticing, you know, I don't feel that way within myself. I'm not a safe space within myself. I have become so disconnected from myself or these things that I'm holding on to, these, these patterns that I'm holding on to, they are actually creating more internal disconnection than allowing me to become closer with myself and my essence as an extension of the divine. Right. And so think about that, like your reality, your experience with yourself, like just you, right? Is it romantic? (laughs) Do you feel that your inner world, your being is a sacred space? That's the question. And that's where we get these cards of fear, of forgiveness, of disruption. I'll move into risk in a second, but it's really those, you know, those last energies, those bits of fear, of forgiveness. Like, where do I, where am I still holding on to grudges? Because that's just where I'm holding on to low frequency energy within my body. That's not serving you to hold on to grudges or to not forgive somebody. It's not serving anyone. You know, forgiveness isn't saying it was okay, but it's just saying, I'm not going to hold on to this anymore. I'm not going to hold on to that grudge, that resentment. It's just heavy for me and heavy for my heart. Instead, I'm going to free myself of that situation of the past and move forward and live from love right? The same thing with fear, like all of these little places where we are still acting from fear. And I'm talking about the little places. If you evaluated every decision you make in your daily life, how many of them are from fear? I was talking to somebody the other day and she was like, well, I'm afraid if I do that, I'm going to gain weight. Well, I'm afraid if I do that, then I'm going to lose followers. Well, I'm afraid if I do that, then my boyfriend's not going to like it. Well, And it was just going on. And I was like, that's a lot of things to be afraid of. <laughs> if that's If that's the why behind why you're making all of those decisions, yeah, you're living from fear. And a lot of times we don't think about it in the context of all of our daily decisions. Like it's just so automatic, right? So this gets really meta. Like what's your why behind every decision you're making? So all of those last remnants of fear, the disruption, the risk, what, you know what this is, is it's like in this clarity, in the new vision, in the new lens, I'm seeing clearly the direction I really want to go in. And it might be very different than what I thought. And it, you know where it actually feels like a risk is it feels more, it feels like you're realizing where you want to disconnect. That's the best way I can put it. Where you want to hermit more, where you don't want to be doing a million things, where you want to do less, where it's like this energy of less, it's a disconnection energy. That feels like the risk of, am I going to be forgotten about? Are these people going to be mad at me? Are they not going to like me? If I do the things they need to do for me and for my experience of loving my life, of releasing the illusions, of finding the sacred within my own life and my inner world being my sacred space, that feels like this risk energy. It feels like, okay, I'm evaluating everything. The energy is very much, I'm standing on a mountaintop, evaluating everything and realizing, holy shit, I got to release that. That's not serving me. I'm exhausted from that. That clearly was just not working. And 
I'm going to let it go. And then the risk is, okay, I'm moving from a completely different frequency now. Like I'm going to move forward. It was two, 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 right? When I said that, the number will be different once this is <laughs> gone through production, but I just thought I'd say that. So what was I even saying? Like that's the disruption. That's the risk. It's like a disruption in the frequency that we're living from. And it's going to be so pronounced. People are going to feel the difference within you. For so much of my life, I felt so held back by my severe anxiety. I was diagnosed with generalized anxiety disorder when I was young. I had a clinical depression for most of my life. Then as I got older, I started dealing with multiple chronic illnesses and I had so many aches and pains and I was inflamed. I couldn't sleep through the night. My hormones are super out of balance. And that is when I found Ned Full Spectrum Hemp Oil. And I'm very serious when I tell you this has been a miracle product for me. And I don't say that lightly. When I find something that I love that really works, that is super high quality, I stick with it. And I've been using Ned for years, pretty much since the company started. I was so suspicious of CBD early on. Plus, whenever I hear about things that have so many health benefits, I'm, I tend to be suspicious, let's be honest. But the market has become so saturated. And the thing is that most of the CBD companies out there will source their hemp from industrial farms in China. So you want to be careful where you buy your CBD from because low quality CBD can have unwanted effects and or you could just be throwing your money down the drain. So you want to watch out for sourcing, inflammatory oils, all of that stuff. And that is why I love Ned. All of Ned's full spectrum hemp oil is extracted from USDA certified organic hemp plants grown by an independent farmer named Jonathan in Paonia, Colorado. Their products are chock full of premium CBD and a full spectrum of active cannabinoids, terpenes, flavonoids, and trichomes. Ned's full spectrum hemp oil will support the body's endocannabinoid system, which offers support for stress, sleep, inflammation, and balance, which I think most of us can use. It really is an all-in-one product. When I started using Ned, my inflammation went away. All of my joint pain and aches went away that I was dealing with for most of my life. I stopped having anxiety. I was able to sleep through the night. My hormones balanced. I got my period back after it was missing for four years. It really has been a game-changing product, and I cannot go a day without it. And my latest obsession from Ned is their new de-stress blend. This is incredible. It's a one-to-one -one formula of CBD and CBG made from the world's purest full spectrum hemp and features a botanical infusion of ashwagandha, cardamom, and cinnamon. So it tastes super good. CBG is known as the mother of all cannabinoids because of how effective it is at combating anxiety and stress by inhibiting the reuptake of GABA, the neurotransmitter responsible for stress regulation. Plus the ashwagandha, which we know is amazing for regulating our cortisol response, plus cinnamon, a prebiotic that tastes amazing, and cardamom, also so yummy, that also helps to regulate cortisol. There are no natural flavors or fillers or inflammatory oils like a lot of other CBD companies. It's just the purest full spectrum hemp oil. So if you want to try the new de-stress blend from Ned, a brand that I love and trust, I have a special offer for the Christina the Channel audience. Every order over $40 will qualify for 15% off plus a free de-stress blend sample. Go to helloned.com slash Christina or enter Christina at checkout to take advantage of the offer. That's helloned.com, H-E-L-L-O-N-E-D.com slash Christina to get 15% off plus a free de-stress blend sample on any order over $40. And I just want to say thank you to Ned for sponsoring the program and offering our listeners a natural remedy for some of life's most common health issues. You know what's so interesting is I have had multiple of my intuitive friends reach out to me in the last month and be like, this is going to sound really weird, but I was tuning into your field because, you know, my friends and I were like connected to each other's fields. 
And I've had multiple people reach out to me and say, I was tuning into your field and it's really weird. It's a completely different vibration. And I'm like, yeah, it, it is. And I've been kind of relearning myself, like relearning myself, moving from a completely different frequency. And it's people can feel that energy. So maybe some of you have felt it too. I'll explain more later. But that is the, that's the disruption. That's the risk. It, it actually doesn't feel like it's not some, the major way it's going to manifest. I'm not saying there won't be tangible actions that follow from this, but the major disruption is not necessarily some big physical action you're taking. This month, it's more of the vibration has shifted so much that that's, that's a disruption. And it's, it is, okay, I got to relearn myself or I had this whole map in terms of how I was going to live my life and how I do things. And suddenly, because I'm seeing things so differently, I have to kind of recreate how I do everything because I'm moving from a completely different energy. That's making sense. And so I feel like the risk feels a lot more like, I mean, this is so funny because we think about the risk of putting yourself out there and how people hold themselves back because they're afraid to be seen. But there's also risk, you know, one way of perceiving it. There's also risk in hermiting up. There's risk in really focusing on your inner world. There's risk in looking at all of your shadow, (laughs) all those deep, dark places of slowing down a lot and sitting with yourself. There's, there's risk in saying no to people and spending more time alone. And, and there's risk in terms of really getting to know yourself and facing your demons or inner truths. There is risk in disconnecting from things. You know, maybe it's you are working less or shifting the way you quote unquote work, right? You move through your career. Maybe it is shifting the way that you relate with your friends. You know, I I will say, I think most people who know me know I'm horrible at texting, but then I had gotten into this phase where I was like texting a lot again quickly, which I just, I don't like that energy, <laughs> but I got in the habit and then I went back over the last couple months to my typical horrible texting patterns, which I'm much happier with because I just cannot be glued to a screen all day and it's just not how I roll personally. And, you know, I could feel the pull from people, right? And so a lot of people are too afraid to do that. And it's funny because you would be shocked how many clients talk to you about this. Like the amount of time I talk to people about their boundaries with texting friends, because we waste hours every day. And that's an energy exchange. That's an energy pull. And a, a lot of times when people start, they'll hit a certain point in their personal development work. And it can take a while where they're like, oh shit, like all of these things that seem so trivial in my life are actually really disrupting my energy. And now I'm exhausted and I feel resentful and I feel like I give all my energy and time to everybody else. And I'm tired. I need to focus on me. And then it's starting to pull things back and realizing how many people tug on you, how many people need you, how many people are talking to you all day, every day. And it can be very triggering for people when they're going through that process. A lot of my clients will be like, I don't want to be a bad friend or I don't want them to think poorly of me or think that I don't like them. You know, and so th- there is risk in like hermiting more. There is risk. Well, what I would say is people who who actually love you, want to be friends with you, will be, they should be supportive of you taking the time you need for you. Like I know my friends don't actually care when I just don't respond to their texts. They know I love them. I just don't like to respond to texts. So I would think about that, like that other side of the risk. And why are you afraid of spending more time cultivating, working on being in your inner world? That is the real question. And it's that comfort, that acceptance, that love for your inner world, like getting really cozy there where they're saying all of the clarity comes and all of the pieces fall into place because it just feels like they're showing me you have this, it's like a huge puzzle, you know, a thousand piece puzzle and you have all of the pieces and you're just looking at it paralyzed like, oh my God, the puzzle pieces are right there and what the hell do I do? I think this is overwhelming. Where the hell do I start? 
and you're trying to start and it's just still not working. And they're like, the puzzle pieces will just magically move and all fit together. The more you focus on your inner world and they're saying like journaling, meditating, your spiritual practice. This is very in alignment with the high energy healing session that I did the other day as I record this for the channel collective. And what they were saying is it was a lot around money was coming up for people, like our relationship with money, being open to receive. But what they were saying is the more you focus on your spiritual practice, the more money you'll make, which is again and again true. I see it all the time whenever people come in for energy work and intuitive work and you know they're like, how do I make more money here? And they think it's going to be like, do this, do that. And, and sometimes it is, but more often than not, it is we have to allow your energy field to recalibrate, to open up, to be ready to receive money. And they're saying... It's like the path you have set up in your head and even all the possible timelines. Like you're looking at it and you're like, okay, I see these options. And they're like, those, none of those are the real options. Like you've got a, you're standing looking around in the village and you've got to get up to the mountain and then you're going to see a totally different perspective and totally different options that you never could have thought of before. And you get up to the mountain, the more time you spend really getting to know yourself and going inward and like honoring how you feel. Because the whole point of this is evaluation of, how do I really feel about things? I feel like we're still in illusions about how we really feel. Like we have so much judgment that is subconscious. Like, like it's not intentional, but we hold a lot of judgment about our feelings. Like we feel guilty about admitting that we don't like something or someone isn't resonant for us anymore. And because we have guilt or shame around not liking someone or something, or we don't want them because we, we create stories that if I don't like someone, that means they're bad. No, it doesn't. There are all kinds of amazing people that like I don't want to hang out with. They're still great people. It doesn't mean I want to hang out with them. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just, a, it's just a resonance thing. And when you are already subconsciously judging your emotions, like you feel guilty or shameful for them, then you're not going to allow yourself to actually see the truth. You're not going to allow yourself to admit that something's not serving you anymore. You know, and this is why people settle. It's, well, my job is great. My boss is great. My coworkers are great. But you're not happy. Your boss and your job and, and your friends, whatever, they can be great. People can be great. Situations can be great on a, on a cognitive level. You know, you can look at it on paper. It looks great. But how do you feel? That doesn't have to mean other people or things are bad. Like we have to get out of that duality. It's just, is it resonant or not? And if it's not resonant, it doesn't have to be because something is wrong or bad. We have created this thing where we only give ourselves permission to leave situations if there's something wrong. And that is why people unintentionally settle. That's, that's, we got to get out of that. What if you're being guided somewhere else just because there's something better, just because there's the next chapter, the new version of you, the expanded version of you. If you are waiting for things to be wrong or bad, and that's your only justification, like that's the only thing that for you, you've decided will justify you leaving a situation, then you're going to manifest stuff like that, which isn't fun, or you are going to accidentally settle. (laughs) So what is your relationship with endings? And it feels like, you know, the other part of this is, what is what is my relationship with endings in terms of other relationships, you know, friendships, romantic partnerships, career-wise? And we think about that externally, you know, endings of situations. But what's really being called up right now is my relationship with endings in terms of endings of versions of myself and chapters within my life. Like it's a very internal way of looking at endings, like these endings within myself. I mean, think about going back to the caterpillar versus a butterfly literally becoming like a different insect. Is that the right word? I'll go with insect. Literally becoming something completely different. Can you imagine that? Imagine that. And that is what is happening through ascension. And that is 
what is happening, even if we feel like our external doesn't change, our frequency changes so much that we basically are a completely different person. And if you've been a caterpillar your whole life and you think about being a butterfly, like maybe you're excited, but then there's like, wait, I'm never going to be a caterpillar again. Like, am I going to miss being a caterpillar? You know what I mean? Man, I mean, there's pros and cons to everything, but being caterpillar isn't bad. It was just one phase. Now you got to go in the cocoon and be a butterfly. You know what I'm saying? All right. Last poll here. Last poll. Okay, we have lighten up, create your own luck, stay positive, and practice patience. Love these. What a great way to kind of close this out. Lighten up, create your own luck. I mean, that's how you create your own luck is you lighten up. You're following your joy. You're tuning into what is fun for me. You know, whenever there's an ending or a transition, we can focus on what is closing up, what's wrapping up, or we can focus on all of the fun new things that we get to step into and how we get to expand. So what do you want to focus on? But it feels like in this transition, like all of the heaviness, the density, emotionally, physically, like that stuff is, I swear, dissolving in that space, that higher frequency, you can manifest really quickly. So your manifestation abilities are going to be faster. What that means is it's such an internal shift, like such an internal shift. But because that is facilitating such a big frequency shift, that means that the 3D can shift so much faster and easier as well. But it's like the orientation is different. So before where you might have still been orienting from the 3D, like looking around what's happening physically, and there was this feeling of what's happening physically versus spiritually. Now we're so anchored into the spiritual realm, this higher realm, and that is basically the the place that we're operating from. And then we're seeing the ripple ripple out effect that's affecting the physical. Do you see the difference there? It's like it's changing. And so we'll see a lot. You can see a lot of movement in the 3D, but it's we're understanding it and seeing it more and experiencing it more as a byproduct of what's happening in the higher realms and recognizing that we are multidimensional beings, stepping into our authenticity. Like, I swear to God, the more I hermit and focus on myself and I'm like deep in my inner world, everything in my physical and my 3D, it just moves so damn fast. It's it's wild, right? And that, that's really this new way of doing things of not doing so much like 3D manual labor. Like, let's just manifest that. Let's just work in the higher realms. You know, like if I'm doing work on my business, I know it sounds crazy, but it's gonna be much more productive for me to send out an energetic message. Like I do a high, do energy work, send out an energetic message to everybody that's ready to find whatever the offer is. It's gonna be much more productive than if I make a new post. Just saying, it's more effective. And they're just, they just want to remind you like these intuitive nudges, these, these things that you know within your soul, because your soul voice is gonna become so loud. It's gonna become so loud and so obvious. You can trust it, like trust it. And your ego might come up with all of these reasons why you shouldn't do that. The fear, well, this happened before. Well, it's her before. What if I get rejected? What if it doesn't work out? Am I, am I just throwing this all away? It's just a bad idea. I've built this whole thing. Am I gonna, what am I gonna lose out on? Am I gonna miss out? It's like FOMO energy. Your ego is gonna try and stop you from stepping into the best next chapter of your life. Like things can get so much better. You have not had the best days of your life yet. That's important for us to remember. It always gets better. And so they want you to remember that as truths come up, as things shake out. And I feel that it's going to be this, you guys know in a (laughs) classic me, you know, in Breaking Dawn, when Bella becomes a vampire and it's like, she's looking around and everything is all slow. Everything's all slow and her senses are all intense. And it's like, well, I got to, got to figure this out. How to, how to exist in this plane. That is very much the experience. That is very much the experience. The practice patience piece is this, again, it's like, how do I describe that? You know, it's in Manifestation Mastery when they talk about, it's one of my favorite parts. When they talk about where 
like this point where your action and frequency have to catch up to each other because they're not always in alignment. And that's where we're actually making the transformation is when, when action and frequency finally meet each other. Now we've made the energetic shift and sometimes they're off a little bit. It feels like you have emotionally been ahead of yourself and the physical hasn't quite caught up to you. And then the spiritual is recalibrating and expanding so quickly. And so there's this other stuff that's feeling slow and it's like, it hasn't all quite caught up. And that's what's happening throughout October. It feels like with these truths coming to light and things rearranging the physical, all as a byproduct of you focusing inward, it's all of the dissolution of the frequencies that aren't serving you, all of the remnant energy that just got to go because we're in the final stage before this big shift. Like just being patient with all of the physical 3D stuff, sorting itself out, even for you, the, the tangible, like, where do I go from here? What do I do next? Just being patient as all of the stuff gets cleared up. It's like they're showing me like, like you know, when you're sitting in the car wash, if you do the car wash where you, you sit through it, those are my favorite. And you're just sitting there and you just like sit there, right? For like five minutes. You just watch. That's sort of October. (laughs) Like, just be patient. Just wait till your car is clean on the other side. You know, it's, it would be really pointless to try and drive your car in the middle of that. It'd be not a good idea. It's a hazard. It's a safety hazard. So let it sort itself out. Practice patience and recognize that through this shift and through like, I know it can feel so, trust me, I know it can feel heavy and intense and sad and can be emotional as we have these realizations when we release things and We just have these personal, I think some of the most intense times of my life, honestly, have been when I'm just like holed up being a hermit in my cave and thinking. And I moved through so much during that time, (laughs) you know, so we can have really profound, intense personal shifts that happen. And on the other side is where you fully step into your magic. I just feel like it's going to be through this month that we really recognize the power that we have, the power that you have in your voice, in your words, how powerful of a manifester you really are how powerful your intention is. They really want to highlight that of, you know, paying attention to your thoughts and your feelings and and setting intention behind everything that you do, why you are doing something. When you're clear with your intention, you can charge that practice, that object, that food, whatever, and really experience magic in your daily life. So it just feels like life is going to really take on more magical energy, which I'm, you know, I love. I love that. Okay. Any final closing thoughts? They want you to know that you are you are very divinely supported and loved and you have that support all around you. And there are going to be moments during the month if you feel like I'm really alone or who do I turn to? This is where we really get to remember and recognize and work with the support that's always around us. And so even when you feel alone, remember that they're around you. Maybe that's an opportunity to start to cultivate that connection and lean into it a little bit more and make that feel a little more tangible than it has ever before. They want you to remember that you can't control other people and it's not your job to control other people. It's only your responsibility to take care of yourself and to live as love, to live from love. And the most powerful thing you can do for yourself and for everyone around you is release what's not serving you anymore. Release the heaviness, release the sadness, release the grudges, release the anger, release the hurt. Allow everyone to really have a blank slate and really step into this next version of themselves because that is what this next month will really allow for us. So it's going to be a very transitionary, illuminating month, clearing out the cobwebs. It's like you go into this room. It's like, imagine there's a mansion and there's this one room and you've never been in it. And you open up, you finally go in there and it has all these cobwebs, you know, clean up the cobwebs and it's the most beautiful, amazing room. And it becomes your new favorite room in the mansion. You're about to find that room. So interesting. Love this. If you are looking for support in these areas, 
just thinking about the theme of everything that came up here, I would highly recommend checking out the Channel Collective membership, all things spiritual wellness. And when people are wondering, where do I get started? Join the Channel Collective, follow the suggested spiritual fitness schedule every week, use the meditations in there every single day. That will really help you to deepen your connection with your guides, with your higher self, manifestation. It's all mapped out there for you. Very simple, easy to follow. So I would recommend checking that out, christinathechannel.com slash membership. Just thinking about everything that came through uh, for October energy update, I feel that's probably the best container I could offer you for support in these areas and maybe opening up yourself to more like-minded souls because you're going to have some really important realizations this month that are going to shift. I really feel the trajectory of the rest of your life and how you move through the rest of your life. And that could be just in the frequency you bring to everything. That could be in who you want to be around and where you want to be. You know, it just, it feels like these really profound shifts and realizations that are recognizing, you know, this is what I need for me to really love, love, love my inner worlds because that's the most important thing. All right. So that is going to be it for today's show. Thank you again so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed this, be sure to take a screenshot, share it to social media and tag me and at Christina, the channel podcast. So we can repost you and say, thank you. Sharing the show helps so much with helping new people find it. And I appreciate that really from the bottom of my heart. So thanks again for listening in and for the shares. I hope you have an incredible October and I will chat with you in the next episode. 